I am still good enough. Regardless of what I do, mistakes I do, I'm still enough and I'm still good enough. But that wasn't the belief when I was younger. It was like, well, if I'm criticized or I'm not getting a good grade or something like that, something's wrong with me. I now know nothing's wrong with me. So I don't have to criticize myself. Hello and welcome to the Authentic Wednesday podcast. Each week, my guests and I share our vulnerable behind the scenes stories of giving ourselves permission to take off our masks, let go of expectations and embrace our own path of freedom and authentic connection. I am your host, Bianca Hughes, a lover of authenticity. Hello and welcome to the Authentic Wednesday podcast. It is your host, Bianca Hughes, and it is me on the solo episode on this podcast today. It is episode 63 of the podcast and I just thought that this particular episode, I really had to share this. Um, I did some journaling around this, but I, I always feel like when I keep hearing things more than once, like within a day or within a week, it's really important for me to pay attention to it. So what I heard today twice within like hours of each other was that self-criticism is a habit. Some of, the, some of you may use the term um, inner critic. I, which is fine, you know, I kind of use those two interchangeably. So that really caught my attention, like self-criticism or your inner critic, it's a habit. And so as you guys know, I love to ask questions and, you know, these are the questions I'm asking myself as as I'm journaling. And I just felt like I really wanted to share this with you because I really felt like wow, that's profound, profound for me. It may not be profound for you. The first thing I did was look up the word habit. And what I found was the definition is an an acquired behavior pattern regularly followed until it has become almost involuntary. So like, for example, the habit of looking both ways when you cross the street, the habit of brushing your teeth, the habit of your morning routine, the habit of driving, the habit of going a certain way when you drive this certain way, the habit of how you put on your clothes, the habit of, like I said, getting ready in the morning. Like it's so habitual. I don't know about you, but for me, it's so habitual that sometimes I don't even remember if I put deodorant on. Like I have to think like, did I put deodorant on? Not because I didn't, it's just, just, I just do it. And it's just so natural. It's just become that habit that it's not even something I pay attention to. And so that was the first thing. And it really made me think about how a habit is ingrained and done without thinking. Like it becomes embedded in our subconscious. Now think about that for for criticism, like self-criticism or your inner critic, like it's ingrained in us. It becomes part of our subconscious. There are times that I notice in the morning 
especially when I'm doing a lot more in meditation, I can notice when I first wake up, like the things that the negativity in my head, like, whoa, are you going to get this all done? Or like, I'm going through what I did the day before and assessing if I was okay or analyzing what I did. And I'm like, wow, this is like, I just woke up. Like, you know, I have this conversation with myself. Like I just woke up. Like why, what's going on in my brain? Like, why am I thinking this? Why are these thoughts coming into my brain first thing in the morning? There are also times where I could be having this whole thought and then I stop myself and realize, wait a minute, where did this come from? Like that's how much inner criticism, like your inner critic and self-criticism has become a habit that we just go along with it, that we don't even like stop ourselves until we're way in or there's times where we can't even stop ourselves. Like often I'll ask a client, well, what were your thoughts? And they're like, I don't know. Like that's how much self-criticism becomes a habit. Like we don't even realize we're doing it because it's just part of our norm. And so I want to interject something right in here. Just because we have self-criticism, it doesn't mean we necessarily don't love ourselves. We can have both. We can love ourselves and also be self-critical. I just find that when we love ourselves more, we become more aware of the self-criticism and we make changes to kind of stop that, if that makes sense for you guys. So the next question I ask, so after looking at that and realizing how much is ingrained in me, you know, how self-criticism is a habit, it really made me think like, wow. So of course, the next question is, well, for me is, how did it develop? How did my self-criticism develop? Now, as I sat down and I was journaling, journaling, one of the things I realized is my family loved me with their actions. My family's focus was to um, love me well, love me by feeding me, taking care of me. Um, and so, and protecting me. And one of the ways that I realized my family would protect me because of their love is point out what I was doing wrong. Now, I believe that none of it was intentionally to harm me. It was purely for my protection. It is what they knew and knew how to do. But imagine if you point out what I do to me. So you imagine I'm this sensitive child. I love deeply. Words are my love language. And then my family tells me what's wrong. That is a, hurts me. And that's a deep wound. Now understand it was never intentional. Not to mention when I go to school, I do something wrong. You know, you get a bad mark at school and the teacher's trying to help you or they're pointing out what you did wrong, you know, and it's sense as such that um, when you do write or you get a really good grade, that's when they tell you, but it's not necessarily the in-between when you're trying that you get encouragement. It's always like at the end when you did well, or when you're doing something wrong, that's what gets pointed out. So performance and not performing so well. And so because those things got pointed out to me, it was almost like it hurt so bad, you know, experience rejection. Um, it was almost like sometimes, or if, you know, I'm get, I'm doing it wrong, so I'm getting in trouble. So that creates that sense of um, not feeling good enough, which is that sense of shame. So... For me, it's like, well, why would I continue to criticize myself, right? 
you're thinking, why do I still criticize myself? Because it doesn't feel good and I didn't like it. But here's the thing. I, it's a learned behavior and I've learned that by criticizing myself, it keeps me in line. It keeps me in shape. It keeps me from in shape in the sense that it keeps me in line. It keeps me in order. And it means that I avoid getting in trouble, feeling uncomfortable and experiencing shame. And so I, that subconscious of criticizing myself is, is really trying to protect me to do better. So I don't feel, feel ashamed and I don't feel uncomfortable and I don't feel alone or I don't feel rejection. So it makes sense, right? It makes sense why this subconscious is there. But of course, you know, I've done a lot of healing and things like that and I've grown and, you know, healing is, is ongoing. It doesn't just stop. But the truth is I'm no longer in that space where I have to avoid shame or I have to avoid or, or fear being in trouble because I've experienced shame and I've healed from it and I've been okay. I no longer need to protect myself by free criticism from shame or getting in trouble because I'm resilient. Yeah. Feeling um, embarrassed or shame as part of life or guilt, it happens and I know how to work through that. So I no, I no longer have to protect myself from these uncomfortable emotions or experiences because they're part of life and I have the tools, the resources and the people and of course, God, to get me through that when and if it happens. And I say when and if, because it doesn't always happen, but it will happen. So I don't have to be worried about put, keeping myself in line to avoid this shame or getting in trouble or this rejection because it's going to happen. And when it happens, I know what to do. It still doesn't feel great, but I no longer have to be in this self um, self-preservation mode. I no longer have to criticize myself for not doing enough or not working hard enough or not producing or, you know, criticizing for the wrong thing I said to someone or how I offended someone. If I offended someone, I can apologize. If I did something wrong, I can correct it because ultimately I am still good enough regardless of what I do, mistakes I do, I'm still enough and I'm still good enough. But that wasn't the belief when I was younger. It was like, well, if I'm criticized or I'm not getting a good grade or something like that, something's wrong with me. I now know nothing's wrong with me. So I don't have to criticize myself. I know. Like, even as I'm talking to you, it's like empowering to me. So because of that awareness, I can also begin to change that habit of self-criticism. I can begin to look at the habit and decide, okay, what can I do intentionally to help with that self-criticism? That was my next thing. How can I, how can I work through this, right? So now I'm aware that self-criticism is a habit 
I can be more intentional about being aware of it when it happens. I can have a conversation with myself when it happens and remind myself I'm not going to get in trouble. And if I experience shame or rejection, I can work through it. I understand. I now understand that that self-criticism is about protection and self um, preservation and I can work through that having a conversation with myself having that conversation with God to help me because of this awareness I can be more gentle because I recognize it's a habit I can be more patient because it's a habit instead of being like oh my gosh I said this to myself again why do I keep saying this to myself I don't have to say that I can be like man this is a tough habit This is something ingrained. I understand I'm trying to protect myself, but I'm not in that space. And then follow up with, because you're resilient. So I'm counteracting in terms of what kind of person I am, not what I'm doing, not what my achievements are, but encouraging myself in that aspect. And so I think that it's important to encourage ourselves, even if we're not criticizing ourselves. So now we begin to build the new habit of encouragement um, and being intentional about that. And then when the habit of self-criticism or your inner critic comes up, I can now be more curious, more understanding and more equipped. I hope that was helpful for you all. And I would love to hear what your thoughts are on self-criticism and or your inner critic and recognizing that it's a habit and you can make the change. So thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. I said this month, I really want to kind of have some more subscribers and some more ratings and reviews, some more pe- so that it can get noticed and more people can listen to the podcast. So thank you so much. If you connected with what you just heard, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. You can stay connected by following the Instagram, Bianca Keisha, spelled Keisha, K-E-S-H-A, or visiting the website, AuthenticWednesday.com. Remember, authenticity is a journey, not a destination.